Yes, lads, what's happening? And welcome to the 19th episode of the Little Running Irishman podcast. Once again, this week we do have another guest, which I'll talk about now in a moment. But I just wanted to give the sponsor of a channel of the channel a mention before we get into it, which is Black Roll Ireland. Black Roll Ireland, as which I've mentioned numerous of times, have the best quality foam rolling rehabilitation pieces of equipment that you need for any sport out there. It's not only running, you can do you can use their products for football, Gaelic football, hurling, soccer, cricket, any sport that you do, you can use Black Roll Ireland's products for your your recovery if you're after a tough session your legs are hurting or you wake up the next morning and your legs are hurting or your back is hurting your neck is hurting because they've massage balls foam rollers resistant bands anything you need for any part of your body that may be stiff or hurting after a session for any sport you can use their products that are top top quality and top prices so just go to www.blackrollireland.ie and yeah you can get any of the products there or go to their instagram which is black underscore roll ireland uh, and they have pictures videos uh, of the products there if you want to look at pictures maybe or look at people using the products before you go and make your purchase they also have a link to the website on their Instagram that you can click on to and uh, access the website from there. Also, as I said, they do have top, top quality prices as well as top quality uh, products. But if maybe you're on a bit of a budget or the prices, you found better prices somewhere else, there is a 10% discount code for your first online purchase. The 10% discount code is INSTA10. That's I-N-S-T-A-1-0. INSTA10 for uh, 10% off your first online purchase. So as I said, go to www.blackrollorder.ie and buy the products there and use the discount code INSTA10, I-N-S-T-A-1-0 for 10% off your first online order. And that discount code does not help me at all. It will definitely help you and Black Girl Ireland out a lot. So, um, so yeah, I just wanted to give Black Roll Ireland and mention there before we get into the main part of the 19th episode of the Little Running Irishman podcast. Um, Black Roll Ireland are sending me out some products. I am receiving some products off Black Roll Ireland. But um, due to COVID-19 and everything, which I've mentioned numerous times, there is definitely delays. So I'll keep you guys up to date uh, on that before. It, like As soon as the products arrive, I'll post on my Instagram and you guys will know as soon as the products arrive. So... Yeah, basically, the guest we have on today's name, Paul, uh, I, I know him tr- uh, through running. Um, you'll find more uh, find out more about him during the course of the episode, so make sure to stick around if you want to know more about Paul and his running career and basically his thoughts on running and everything. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are. And yeah, let's get into the main part of the episode. All right, everybody. So here's our guest uh, for today's episode of the podcast. It's Paul. Do you want to introduce yourself, Paul? So basically your name, I've said your name, your age and what club you run with. Alright, uh, I'm Paul Delahunty, I run for Greystones District in Wicklow and I'm 15, no, I'm 16 years old and yeah, that's basically it. That's what so I'm yeah, uh, happy to have you on, he, he uh, Dara also knows, uh, Paul knows Dara from uh, last Thursday's episode so yeah. there's, there's lo- definitely a lot of, bit of running talk as well we can talk about so there is a lot to get through and yeah, John just dive straight into it. Um, I started. Uh, well, I tell you, I started. I started running yeah. like uh, back in twenty fourteen. I think yeah. the reason I started it was just so I could get good, so I could go. You know, miss her, uh, miss the day of school to try get on the school team. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> a lot of people are like that. Yeah, and I didn't think I would actually like proper get into it. And I never thought I'd be any good at it because you know yeah. I played Gaelic and and uh, football and all, but like. Yeah. 
I was always all right at them, but I was never like, you know, any that yeah, good at it. Yeah, yeah. Then I started running and I was, I actually started getting, I was kind of decent at it. Like I started, I, we weren't like proper training, you know, we were yeah. kind of doing a bit of games when we were running and all, just because our coach, you know, she didn't want to train yet at the age of 10. Like, yeah, that's it. You don't want to be starting from the age of 10. Yeah, uh, Jesus, like, what, what's some small... Running the age of 14. <laughs> <laughs> Winning all Ireland in under 12. Like, oh, what Jesus. does mean? What does that mean? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, go on, sorry. Yeah, but that's just kind of how I started running. Yeah, yeah that's basically... So, yeah, you said you started when you were how old? 10, was it? Yeah, it was about 10 or 11, yeah. And oh, sorry uh, it was just, it was just... And it's still a lot of people nowadays just trying to get... Uh, get out of school for the race and all but you actually found out they're actually pretty good at running and we, we'll talk about how good now we are later on the video we'll get to it <laughs> once again another guest onto the on, on the podcast putting me to shame but it doesn't matter anyway <laughs> so um when obviously you started running when you were when you were fairly young and uh you said there was a lot of games and all so when I joined, basically, it was straight into tough training, and I wasn't expecting that. But yeah. you say your experience was like good at first because it was like easing you into it, and it was like fun and games, so it kind of made you enjoy it more. Yeah, I, I to be honest, yeah, yeah it was just kind of like fun and games. Like we'd have the, like you know, we used to play this game where it was like it would be like a good training for someone that age. So yeah. it'd be like, you know, have you ever heard of the snake game where someone's like, you know, you run to you run to the top. And then you run back to the bottom of the line. Like, oh, a big... yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would kind of been the toughest session we would have done. And that would have only been a bit of fun. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it did help because, like, there wasn't any pressure on me. I didn't really yeah. do any rest then. I only did it about once a week because I wasn't really, I wasn't yeah. that big into running back then. I just did it for, obviously, to miss the day of school and all. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, that's the, I think it's kind of good for athletes to have that bit of fun. But I think it's also important for them to be kind of, like being told from a young age okay we're not gonna train you hard we're not gonna do training with you because i was expecting when i joined i was expecting you know to be doing real tough training yeah, and all. Yeah. but it turned out it would just be a bit of fun and games and i, I think with the uh, young athletes they kind of want to start training hard from a young age you know once you yeah. get to wales and i think there should be kind of a more of a i don't know wait till you're older so you peak as a senior like yeah and, yeah and i get you you don't you, like I know as a young child you don't to be going at a hard straight away and then over yeah. a few years lose interest. But at the same time you don't to be going a year or two fun and games and then straight away pounded on you these hard yeah. sessions. So kind of has to be like a gradual process, like easing into hard yeah. sessions over time. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what we were doing. We yeah. do like when I got into under twelve, we started doing a bit of fart like stuff, you know. Yeah. But that. That was just how we gradually got into it. Yeah, that's uh, and as, as we said, you, like if you're if you're training hard from a young age, you'd probably, as you said, you'd peak at your senior year, so you'd end up burning out well before that. So yeah. you, you do need to take it slow. You need to train smart as well as, as well yeah. as training hard. So, um, one, were you gonna say something there? No, 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 it's kind So uh, it's hard, It's a bit harder over camera because like when you're with someone, you can like. You know when they're about to start talking yeah. and all, but over camera it's a bit harder. So, yeah. you obviously said you started it because you just wanted to get out of school, but was there any other reasons? Maybe, like, oh, you said you're doing Gaelic and all, but was there any maybe sparks or any signs while you're playing Gaelic that maybe you're a bit fitter or faster than any other kids on your team? Um, 
I was always like, I was always a bit into running, you know. I used yeah. to, I used to watch the Olympics and all. And I always, I always kind of enjoyed the, I don't know. I just kind of enjoyed running and matches and stuff. Yeah. And my, my uncle uh, ran in an All Ireland Schools final against uh, Ray Flynn on like no training. Yeah, you know, he was just a Gaelic player, Jesus. and he, yeah, he got to an All Ireland final. So I kind of thought, oh maybe, so maybe I'll just. Yeah. It's, in the, it's in the genetics, gone yeah. through the family. Yeah. Well, That's it clearly is. Claims. Look how it turned out. <laughs> That's what my dad claims. He claims it's because of him that I'm so rude because of the gene. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's a fair gene. And obviously, yeah. that you, you train long, you work hard. But it's definitely, yeah. a, I'd say it's an aspect of it anyway. Yeah. And I kind of just wanted to, you know, I was always I was always coming like fifth in the school trials, and it was always top four that got in. Oh, so I kind, yeah. of thought, I kind of thought, oh, maybe if I did a bit of training, you know, I could just edge that bit closer. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's what got me into it. That, that, that's that's me, because when I was in primary school, because I didn't join run until pretty late. I didn't join until first year, but when really? I was back, yeah, I didn't join until, yeah, it was first year, because uh, a fellow in my, in, in my class done running, and it was actually the bleed test. You, do you, you're, I'd say uh, you're familiar with the bleed test. But, uh, yeah. And I ended up, it was first and second year, we were doing it together, and I was in first year at the time. And I was, I was last man standing there with the two years, so my PE teacher recommended me to uh, to maybe join a running club. And I knew the fellow in my class had done, he'd done running, so I asked him to go out in, in this in first year. So I'm happy to join, but uh, obviously I, I mentioned in other podcasts that I didn't have the greatest first experience, as I said, because yeah. it was hard training straight yeah. away for as soon as I joined. But it, I feel like, would you agree that going training, it's obviously to improve your fitness, but it's obviously... I feel like as well, it's to get used to the pain as well. Would you agree with that? I would definitely agree with that. Like, yeah. getting that kind of, you know, pain, like mental kind of yeah. thing is the hardest thing you can do in running. All the training in the world, you know, you can do all the training in the world, but it's that pain thing that you just yeah. have to kind of get yourself. And I think that's really important. I think that's kind of lacking in a lot of runners. Yeah. Uh, you know? That's that's absolutely factual. When you see like people like now in our school, or like when there's races like the the school cross country or Sancho and they're just doing it to get out, we we have that bit of, like when we feel the pain, we don't like just back out. We just get through. But when there's people that don't do run, they end up going to the races. As soon as they feel a bit of pain, they're just like, nah, fuck this, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, fact, yeah, fact. Yeah. They, or or like if they're doing a run in school or anything, they just stop or just yeah. go so lower, just because like. It, to be fair, it takes a while, you know, to yeah, find it, get that, to yeah. get that, like, being able to push through. But, yeah, it's definitely a mental, it, it's a very physically demanding sport, but mentally, it's, it's probably the most men, uh, mentally demanding sport out there. I say it is, that yeah. or sight. Yeah, so, as well, yeah, because sight is very tough, especially going up hills, I feel cycling. you have to bring, going up hills and you're running, you're just going up a hill, but, when you're cycling, you have to bring a whole like machine yeah. up with you. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. No, especially like the people in like the Tour de France now, going for like two yeah. days straight and all that is just that's just. Sure, they have to they have to run up some of the hills with their bikes, like yeah, they're too steep. That's yeah. that's me. You should sign up for the Tour de France and just hold the bike and just run the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, just, yeah, I, I wouldn't say we get very far, but should we look if we were to try, we get on the telly. Get one day, get half a day done and I'd be happy. <laughs> so uh, obviously obviously now you said you, you you run with a club obviously, but would you have would you have like a big team which you while 
went like if you were to go to a session before quarantine and everything. Hey, yeah, we'd have a big enough group. There'd yeah. be myself, um, Jack McLean, who's the All Ireland Schools champion in yeah. eight hundred, and we have Joe Prendergast, who got third in the All Ireland Schools in the eight hundred. Like I think it was last year, or the year before. Yeah. So there'd be a couple of other other runners. Like uh, we have another lad called Andrew Brennan, who's really good. Michael O'Shea, Joe Dowd, he uh, he's a really good runner. He came yeah. fourth in voice and steeple so you know we have a good group of lads there but i'm definitely missing the aspect of you know yeah. training lads going out for a run and especially during those sessions when you just kind of need someone to put you know come with you like yeah, say exactly just to push you on yeah. is definitely it's yeah and just the social aspect as well yeah that's definitely because you, you kind of touched on it there a little bit the fact that like, cause we we're going out on our runs every day now on our own. Do you feel like it's obviously mentally it's tougher, but physically on your body, do you feel like it's a little bit harder when you're out on the runs and you don't have like your mates there and the lads on your team to talk to and like have the banter and all to get through the run? I feel like yeah, definitely sometimes yeah, especially during the sessions. I think yeah. I think sessions is definitely where I miss them the most. Yeah, but, like even just going at a pace right now, I'd be usually have that. Back, like hip bang on just because I have someone else there like yeah. pushing me up yeah I definitely find that yeah yeah, yeah I, I feel the exact same especially with the sessions because when like I know your teammates and Sony training and I mentioned this when Dara's on but when when you have like just say you're doing like 10 by 400 just say on a track and uh, even though it's only training if you have someone coming up behind you in the final straight you are going to push that little bit harder and exactly. the team definitely does make it a better overall athlete. So, would you say that would be probably the main thing you're missing from due to quarantine? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I really miss, like, say, it's grand, you know, keeping the pace and all. But yeah. when you have a huge wind, because it's been windy the past couple yeah, of days. When you have, yeah, when you have a huge wind coming up on you, and it's, like, pushing you back, and you're having to uh, run into it. Yeah. Like, it just so much harder by yourself because you know if you had someone else there you could be working together yeah, one yeah, could yeah. like for one and yeah i definitely think, think that's so true like it's so annoying but uh, like, and, no go on uh at least on monday we'll be all back together training yeah so. exactly we, well actually we have next tuesday because we do our uh tuesday thursday and saturdays and basically um uh, do you know the way it's the 5k uh, distance you can leave from your house basically I'm, I'm about a 30, 30 minute drive from Clonifarius from the track so my mom said we're going to chance going out anyway but yeah, yeah definitely because I'm missing it a lot but it's a bit hopefully by Tuesday they might extend the distance but I, 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 it's very unlikely that they will so it's a bit annoying I think I think they'll extend the distance. They might extend the distance to like ten k or something, yeah. which would be good. Because then I say in two weeks' time they'll put it to fifteen k, yeah. and then by and then hopefully by end of June it'll be twenty k, and then hopefully it'll just be over. Like yeah, we'll be yeah, able to go wherever. Fingers crossed. Anyway, so yeah. uh, obviously we miss the the team aspect and all the band and all. Uh, obviously we don't have that during quarantine but have you had to change up your training or any do any different sessions or runs while you were on your own so what would it what would a typical week look like for you now during quarantine uh i've definitely changed my training like before quarantine i'll admit i wasn't i wasn't too committed to the training i was training like three or four times a week i yeah. thought i was but realistically what i'm doing now i'm going like doing so much more now yeah so before now i'd be doing 
so on a Monday I'd be doing like uh, three mile easy and then hills and then three mile easy yeah. and then choose an easy run Wednesday I have a session maybe like four by a mile or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. and Thursday another easy run Friday's my rest day Saturday I would do another session just could be anything yeah. might be a little more speed endurance kind of stuff and then Sunday I would just do a long run like yeah, maybe long, easy, over two miles yeah. and like as you said you you're doing so much more now because of quarantine and would yeah. you say would you say that's right because if you, if you were just sitting around the house you'd feel like you're wasting the opportunity to get oh, a bit of yeah. training or Oh, definitely. I'd feel so guilty because I'm looking at Strava and I'm seeing all the lads like doing six days a week. I'm, yeah. I just feel oh, no, I have to. I have to do it. But it's kind of good. I like that this, well, obviously I don't like that this all has happened. Yeah. But I like the way I've had a chance to, you know, because now I'm in a routine where yeah, you, I'm yeah. doing and I'm not going to, you know, drop back down. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, nah, I'll just go back to four days a week. I'm going to try, you know, keep that six days a week going. Uh, for as long as I can so yeah I think it's kind of it's kind of been good for me just from a training aspect obviously yeah. the, the way I've gotten into that routine because yeah I just really like it now and yeah that's, that's the exact same with me like now yeah, I don't you probably do feel the same like if if you were to miss a run you'd feel really really guilty but it went especially like when we go back to school in September will be because because now we've the whole day to do a run and nothing's like nothing can really get in our way to to not yeah. go out on the run or do a session it's gonna be a little bit more challenging to keep that routine up obviously when we get back to school yeah oh yeah it definitely will be more difficult but i say like if you want enough you'll you know you'll find a way yeah. that's the way i'm but if i yeah. want it this will show if i want yeah. to be the be then I'll, you know, I'll fit the training in. Because sure in school, uh, our PE teacher said that we could like uh, do runs uh, during PE, which is pretty good. Like yeah. we can just go play walk or whatever, which you know it's kind of handy. Yeah. Just to get away with. Uh, so is. yeah, so that that's handy enough, obviously. So you have that for PE. We just play football because everyone else behind my ear just wants to play football. But basically, we we're not like having your coach there. It is a little bit harder to actually get them get the get the right sessions really, or it's kind of harder sometimes to make up the sessions. But when you did have your coach, what what would sessions or what would a typical week look like you then? Um, I would do a lot of like kind of speed endurance kind of stuff. I do like two hundred reps, three hundred reps, four hundred yeah. kind of reps, five hundred reps, maybe six hundred reps sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I've kind of changed my training a lot. I have a, someone sending me on like really good kind of endurance training yeah. uh, at the moment. So I've kind of completely trained, changed my training because before I would have been on a very like low kind of mileage week. Yeah. Miles, I would have been doing about 35k, which is what, like 20 miles. Yeah. Well, now, now I'm on about 75k a week, which is like 45 miles. Jesus, so, yeah. So it's been a real big increase, but I haven't just started doing, you know, I haven't jumped from a 35k a week to a 70. Yeah, yeah, you're gradually building it up. Yeah, so I'm, but yeah, I would have been doing, on a, before quarantine, I would have done on a Tuesday, on a Monday I'll have a rest day. Yeah. Tuesday, speed endurance session, either an 8 or a 15 session. Wednesday would kind of be a steady run, and then Thursday rest day. Friday I would do a speed endurance session, Saturday rest, and then Sunday I would do like 12k, yeah, which yeah, isn't, yeah, yeah. it's alright. No, 
So that's what a typical week look like you, uh, before quarantine or after quarantine yeah. when you're with your team. And like like us going out every day uh, for a run and like you uh, starting out to build up your mileage strategy, it, it does it does show also. I know you said it shows that like when we get back to school, it'll show if you really want it, you, you'll make time for your run. But during quarantine, I feel it shows the people that aren't committed as well. It shows the people that are just uh, using it as an excuse uh, not to knock about run or to uh to be like we're not some people are saying like we're not allowed out i can't go out for run but that, that does, you definitely do see a lot of people that that don't really want as much as others and it it just it's showing people's true colors now oh yeah or when people are saying oh there's no point in doing like loads of training or anything like that or doing any training because yeah. we don't have any races coming up for ages so i'm just like yeah you don't need to be doing like a load of hard sessions a load of runs but like you could still be doing like quality you know just in that base phase just yeah. building it which like so i anyone can do that you know yeah so, exactly. like, yeah all it takes is just to yeah. go out the door and like add in during like these times and maybe you don't have a track for anything do like some more core workouts and some more home workouts that you wouldn't usually do it so like there's no really excuses that people have it just shows who's committed and who's not really yeah exactly just shows who who's going to come out of this stronger that's the big thing yeah who will stronger. and uh, obviously we're going to talk about a, a lot of your track and cross country success yeah. now in a moment but before we do i want to ask you what would you prefer track or cross country definitely i'm gonna to have to say track to be honest i'm not I, I only got good at cross country in the past like since 2020 i yeah. used to be an country runner but i don't know what happened i just i think it was because i grew yeah and i just started getting i don't know i started getting stronger a bit and i had obviously i was out for ages in 2019 yeah but definitely would prefer track i've had most of my successes on track but i've had a good i had a very good schools cross country season i had a pretty good schools cross country and i had a good indoors so but i'd have to say track would yeah take the yeah yeah that's fair and as you said there i you go on, you? Yeah, go on. And yourself, what would you prefer, track or cross country? I'd prefer, no, to be fair, as I said, I did a join in first year, and then last year I didn't have a track season because of the junior search. And, oh, yeah. Um, so basically, I, I actually haven't raced very much track, and only this year now coming into track season when, um, when we start training for track, I didn't usually like it, but I've only recently started liking the train, and then obviously you got shut off and all. But as of right yeah. now, and where I've had most of my success, I'm definitely cross country, and I definitely prefer cross country. Even though someone like you or a lot of the bigger lads are stronger against you, maybe the mud and up the hills, but I definitely would prefer cross country. Oh, yeah, cross country, I don't know, it's just kind of, I do like it now a lot, because yeah. I feel like it's kind of more fun, you know, running through the mud and kind of yeah. like different course each time i think yeah, it's kind of good exactly. and you know like some people do better on hills you know and some people do better on flat so it's not like in cross country and in cross country just anything can happen you yeah, know the way in, there might be like one standout favorite but in yeah, cross country anything can happen yeah that, that just that's facts really because we're, we're tracked like as you said there's just one standout person and there's not just it may be conditions rainy or sunny, but there isn't much on track that can that can change up the the course yeah. of a race. But as you said, hills are flat, so everyone's different. Everyone yeah. likes different courses, so yeah, it can definitely change the outcome of a race on cross country. Yeah, exactly. 
so uh, obviously you've had a, a lot of success in, in a lot of your race, but obviously there's there's things leading up to the races that that impact that a lot. So I want to talk a little bit about like your pre-race, so uh, your routine, so what you eat, uh, maybe be your warm up. I know this don't sound a bit cheesy. You don't want to give away too much, but if there's anything really that you eat or anything specific that you do pre-race or how you feel pre uh, before a race if you're nervous or excited so what would be like a pre-race meal just say what would you eat before a race um for well it, it depends if it's obviously on in the morning which it usually is yeah but i on in the morning i would just have my normal breakfast you know i just have weed bix toast orange juice and then like in the car i always have like a banana i like eat it i always eat it really small dad's always like oh no eat it really slowly so you don't get a cramp and all. i always have that about two or three hours yeah. before the rest but that's kind of what i have and then I might have like a bit of a nutri-grain valley bar just like a small bit just yeah. to get energy but then yeah and i'm just sipping on water the whole way through loads and loads of water yeah it's yeah Especially during indoor. And oh yeah, especially indoor because that is that is horrific. Yeah. That is, it's like it's like going out during the summer going to Tomlinos on your holidays and going for a run in forty degrees weather is yeah. is absolutely atrocious. Huh? Like you could be even only warming up and your mouth just go dry. Horrible. It's horrible. You have to warm up outside for indoors. You just can't. Yeah, you can't. yeah. You'll just you'll just be sweating buckets if you were to do it indoors. But um, so obviously, uh, I feel like some uh, some some of the ho- like more anticipated athletes like yourself, like Dara, like Scott Fagan, like Abdel There's maybe a little bit more pressure on you because you've built up a bit maybe of a reputation. So does, does that ever cut across your mind or how, like how would you feel typically before a race? Um, it depends, cause like after my Leinster, so for instance, I'll just give you an example of a race. I had yeah. the Leinster mile where I came third in against. It was against like there was good competition. You know, yeah. we had Scott, Dara, uh, Adam, and Abdel won. Scott came second. I came third, and then I went to the All Ireland schools. And I honestly, like, I felt like I had there was a bit of pressure on me to perform because I was yeah. trying to get often games squad as well yeah and i just completely bottled it because i just wasn't feeling well for the two weeks after lancers yeah. and i felt like yeah there was like i wouldn't say there'd be much much pressure on me because i haven't like i haven't like won anything like big like dara has yeah but i feel like, yeah when when i go when i go from lancers into all ireland's and you know i performed well in lancers and i'm kind of expected to be up there and get a medal yeah. And when I don't do well, I feel like, yeah, there is obviously a certain amount of pressure on me. But, yeah, I feel like I get very nervous before races. Like, the night before a race, I can't get to sleep. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's horrible. Yeah, and I wake up so early in the morning and I'm just like, oh, no, this the, is going to... I feel like the worst, the, the, the time the nerves are the worst is when you wake up in the morning and you're lying in your bed. You're just, like, overthinking everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so. especially for cross-country because the pain is... Oh, it's unbearable. That's that's the most thing I get nervous for is knowing that I'm about to be in severe pain. Uh, up until up until literally um this year in cross country, I was get yeah, I was shitting it like before before cross country races just because for the fact the pain I yeah. knew I was being for so much pain yeah. and just that because I knew you know you usually finish on a hill and I just knew that that was going to be the biggest torture of my life. But yeah, and uh, obviously on the on the topic of cross-country course and hills, have you you raced in Abbottstown's uh, cross-country course? 
Yeah, yeah, race down as a number 14, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I just want that course specifically because I absolutely hate it. What are your thoughts on that course? I think I think it can be all right. I think it can be all right. The the hill at the end is definitely a killer. Yeah. But and the hill, you know, going up the avenue. Oh like, yeah, it's true. Like the brick walls there. Yeah, that's yeah. a really deep hill. So yeah. I, I that's tough. But other than that, I think it's a fast enough course. I think it can be fast enough. But yeah, yeah it's it's all right. Like it's grand. It's fine. I, I just wanted to ask you specifically about yeah. that course because I absolutely hate it. Uh, yeah. So. So maybe now, like going in, talking a little bit now, a bit more about like uh, some of your top racing also. Uh, off, like talk off here when we were texting uh, a bit, talking about the podcast. When we find out a little bit about you, you yeah. you were telling me a lot about you had a lot of success in Leinster. So if you really want to just go through any like the top success you had in Leinster's. Yeah, well, basically I wasn't really that good, you know, up until under fourteen outdoors. I was kinda of placing like eighth in Leinsters and all, like I yeah. just wasn't like, doing too great. And then suddenly one day I just came second in the fifteen hundred Leinsters and I was just like we were all so surprised because it was a fast race as well. Yeah. And I, I was like, What what just happened? So then I had the eight hundred the day after. I actually arrived late to that race. They were all on the start line oh. and I just going on and I was like no 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 I have to race I'm in this race so I went on the line the race got delayed by like 10 minutes just so I could do a couple of stretches and stride yeah. and I winning it in uh, 2.17 I think Jeez. it was in under 14s yeah it was such a surprise it was like neck and neck at the end because yeah. your man caught me but I just held him off and yeah that was kind of my first that's kind of when I kind of established myself yeah. on the scene Kinda. And then I came sixth in the All Ireland. No, sorry, not sixth. Uh, fourth, I think. Yeah, it was fourth in my first All Ireland. I was really happy with that. Yeah, that's huge. It was bittersweet, kind of, but it was nice because it was my yeah. first ever Ireland. And then after that, I then I got an injury in that cross country season. I kind of had a minor tear in my hamstring, so that kind of put me out for cross country. Yeah. And then indoors that year. I was kind of out as well because, you know, just from that, I was just trying to get back. Yeah, you were just but, trying to start building back up then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then I came second in the Leinster Outdoors in the 800 got dipped on the line in both. Oh, yeah. And then I came I came fifth in the All-Irelands uh, in the 1500 and I, di- I was sick for the day of the 800, so I didn't finish the race. I, I just, I went out hard and I gave it a go, but I knew I wasn't going to do yeah, anything yeah. in it. I was obviously wasn't feeling well, yeah. and then in under 16s, I was out for the cross country season. Uh, sorry, in under 15s that year, I was out for the cross country season, and then indoors, I ran 22 seconds slower than my PB because uh, of the iron. I had an iron deficiency, which we can talk about yeah, later. Yeah. But um, I then came back. I started, I then came back. I got back, and I ran a 4:19, 1500. In under 15, under 16s, which is the fast was the fastest time in Ireland for our age, and that, still won the All Ireland. And after coming back from injury, and as I said, we'll talk about the injury. But uh, yeah. what was it? Four fifteen. Four nineteen. Four nineteen. Four nineteen after coming back from injury under sixteen. That is that is mad. And yeah, but my biggest success, I must say, probably be. My, I only came third in this race, but it was the it was the Leinster schools against Abdel and Scott and Dara and like Adam Condon and yeah. it was like loads. It was just really good competition. And Abdel and Scott are a year are a year older than me and Dara, so yeah. like 
just and I knew them, I knew who they were and all, and I knew that they were like such top athletes. So be to like mixing it up with athletes like that just kind of made me think, okay, like you yeah. know, I hopefully I can you know do something in this sport, you know. And especially like athletes older than you that are, it gives you the experience and it gives you that extra bit of strength for when you go when you're racing people your own age. Yeah, and it just kind of gives you that confidence, you know. I yeah. was able to stick with them and like be competitive with them. It's yeah, kind, of, yeah. kind of an feeling because they're such like they're unbelievable runners, like they really are. So yeah, it was it was just nice to yeah. be, uh, stick with them. But then in the All Irelands, obviously that's when everything started going downhill. And yeah, I just didn't do too well. Came at eighth in that, which I was really disappointed with because yeah. medal if I ran the time I did in Leinster schools. Oh, but, that's, a, that's a bit annoying, yeah. But yeah, and then basically I there was out for eight months in what's it called from July to December, and I was out for eight months in total in 2019, because uh, I was out in February as well. Yeah. And then I came back in 2020, came, uh, got tr- qualified individually for the All Ireland Schools, and I won the indoor Lencer Indoor 800 beating the All-Ireland champion and I came second in the 1500 as well so I was really happy with that. And yeah. obviously you, you made the All-Irelands for it. The All-Irelands indoors didn't go ahead, didn't they not? No, it didn't go ahead, sadly sadly not. Yeah, so that's yeah. a bit disappointing. But basically, to recap all of that mad success there, do you want to just, like, where you, where you medaled? Do you just want to list them off? Yeah, uh, under 14, Lancers, gold in the 800, silver in the 1500, under yep. 15, under 15 Leinster, uh, silver in both uh, 8 and 15. Yeah. And then, and then in under 16, actually I won the 3K in under 16 track in Leinster's as well. Jeez. And third in the Leinster schools mile. And then in, uh, what else did I do? And then on under 17s, I won the Leinster indoor 800 and I came second in the 1500. And then there's a few team medals as well, just yeah. like kind of. Yeah, you, like team medals are my main medals, but for you, there's like yeah, a few team medals <laughs> in there. But um, so obviously you recap that there. That is that is mad. Lensters is Lensters is your like that's your like you are the Lensters. Like when when people think <laughs> Lensters, they think of you. That is that is mad success. But 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 yeah, obviously and racing lads older than you and beating lads older than you. That is obviously mad as well. So once again, another another person coming onto the podcast and putting me to shame, but. Uh, but I'm happy that to let you have your spotlight here for the moment. <laughs> well, I mean for the moment, I mean for the rest of this episode because there's literally nothing here that would make me better than you. So, so uh, fair play to you anyway. But you did, you did uh, touch on and t- uh, talk a little bit about your your injury. So, do you want to explain to everyone what your actual injury was? Yeah. So basically, I had um, anemia, which is basically iron deficiency, and an iron deficiency is a lack of iron in your blood, which basically iron like carries uh, red blood cell, like carries the oxygen around yeah. your body. Don't have enough iron, you're obviously going to be pretty messed yeah. up. And, yeah. But, but basically, I um, I got it in October twenty eighth of twenty eighteen. I didn't realize I had it, and I was running really badly. Yeah. Like I did. I just thought it was due to everyone was getting bigger than me and everyone was training harder than me. So yeah. what I thought, okay, I'll just do more training, which obviously didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, obviously didn't help it. And then in the Leinster Indoors, I ran that in 2019 in the 800 and I ran 22 seconds slower than my PV from last year. Yeah. So 
that kind of flagged it and we were kind of like, okay, yeah, let's get the bloods tested. Yeah, the bells start ringing. Yeah, the bells definitely were ringing now. <laughs> Turned out I was heavily iron deficient and I was I was actually really happy to hear that news just so I knew what yeah, was wrong. Yeah, that's it. And you knew that it wasn't just you're not getting results and you knew you actually had something that you could actually work on that would actually make you better. Yeah, exactly. Because I was kind of, I was kind of afraid that I was just turned, I just burnt out, and I was just crap now. So I was yeah. kind of. Like, uh, so it kind of gave you a little bit of a confidence boost then. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Because then I started taking these iron pills. Yeah. And I still pulling out of sessions, but I was like, uh, you know, gradually I started feeling better and better. Yep. Then one girl, we had this P kind of race, and it was like everyone on our ear, and we have a couple of people who do running, like yep. we have a good team. And I won the race, so I kind of was like, okay, I'm getting back, you know, back into where yeah. I was. And then I just started feeling really good in sessions, and I was blitzing all my sessions and just feeling great. And But I wasn't really, like, I wasn't really doing many runs. I was only doing, like, 9K fast for my long run, and yeah. I was going hammering that out. And, yeah, so that that was a bit of a mistake for me. But then it started going well. I won the East Lancers um, mile in 4.46 and then I came third in the Leinster mile in 4.44 and I ran the 4.19 in Wicklow which is still the fastest time in Ireland for uh no sorry it's not still the fastest time in Ireland Dara has the fastest time in Ireland now Wait. but it's sorry it's still my PB but and it, is it, it the was, second fastest time uh third third I think third third yeah. fastest time that's some title to hold from, yeah, but it was it would have won the All, All Ireland last year. It would have won the All Ireland last year, and it, it's it would have been the fastest time. No one ran faster than four nineteen yeah. in under sixteen. So I said, I that's my one claim to fame. I had the fastest time in Ireland. For <laughs> well, to be fair, you've had a couple of claims of fame, but that's the one that's the one that sticks with you. That's when, that's when someone goes, "Oh, what sport do you do?" And go, "Oh, I'm running," and I had the fastest time in Ireland for what under sixteen in the mile. Yeah. I would, I'd like to have the actual national title. I'd like to have the national title, but uh, I, I, I'll, ta- I'll take the fastest time anyway. I'll take well, that. Next then, year, next year, you never know. But uh, after the um, All Ireland schools, uh, I came eighth, and I was just—I mean, sorry—after the Leinster schools, I came third, obviously, in that. Yeah. And then the day after, I just thought I wasn't feeling well at all. I went to the doctor. And I was like, oh, I'm just not feeling well. And I'm running, like, I keep getting headaches when I run and stuff. Yeah. And he was like, I had these spots on my head. And they were just, like, normal spots. And then he just goes, yeah, you have shingles. And I was like, oh, Jesus. I looked I looked up shingles on online. And had no, it just was not shingles. Because it went away. Shingles takes two weeks to, like, disappear. It yeah. disappeared in two days. So I was like, it just wasn't shingles. <sighs> and I just still wasn't feeling great. Yeah. And then... I basically went, I basically did the All-Ireland schools. I thought, you know what, I'll just give it a go. I led it and I just ran awful. There's no, there's no excuse. I just had a really bad run. I just yeah. wasn't feeling, I just didn't run well. Came eight. came eight. Yeah, this way, yeah. Yeah. And then I said, I had the junior cert, obviously. So I was like, okay, I'll just take a two week break. And then I have the Leinster clubs after. Yeah. So I'll, I'll run the 3K and then I won't run the 1500. Um, so I ran the 3k, I won the 3k, it wasn't a fast race at all, it was like, I think the first k was like 3.26 or something, and then the last k was like 3 minutes or something, so it was a big change in pace. Yeah. Uh, 
I ran that and won that. So that kind of got me a bit of confidence back. And then I started training again and I just couldn't do a session. I was just feeling like I was doing like five minute pace for like per K, like which is eight minute mile stuff. And yeah. I was like dying on it. I couldn't do it. So I said, okay, I'll take another break. And I came back to training like two weeks before the All-Ireland clubs for the 3K. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to be able to run this. I can't do a jog. Yeah. I'm not going to this so my coach just said take the rest of the season off and she recommended me to a sports doctor called uh, Joe Conway who yeah. he he's amazing oh my god like without him I wouldn't be I wouldn't be running now <laughs> and he got ba- he, basically I went to him he said that I was basically since I wasn't really training that much yeah. before the deficiency and my body was kind of weak I needed to what's it i needed to what's it called i needed to build everything back up slowly yeah but what was i was blitzing all my sessions but i was feeling great because i got that boost from the iron uh, oh, tablet and then when that went away your body was really drained and really tired yeah exactly fact, yeah. that's so, yeah so i had no base i was running on what he called a false base or an empty battery that yeah. just had a little bit of life left in it yeah yeah, but yeah. yeah that happened and then i just had to build everything back up and I was just doing like 20 minutes really slow jogs around the track and I then started feeling better in November I started like doing really light sessions then in December I started getting back into somewhat sessions but a lot like it would have been with people who would would have been a couple of years younger than me yeah just to get building it back up yeah yeah exactly I, my coach told me to do a solstice mile race just to see where I was at. So I was going for like, she said, okay, go for like 5.15 or something. And I was like, which is like, you know, turning like 20 or 30 seconds off my PB yeah. or whatever. But um, so I was like, okay, I'll just run it. And I ended up coming third and running a 4.46 mile. Jesus. And I, yeah, and I was like, this is off, you know, like, bare, just, just a bit of training. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, okay. You know, I rang my dad because he he didn't come down because he was like there was no point because it was just I it was just basically a jog for me yeah. and he couldn't leave it either. So it was yeah I I decided this time do you know what I'm just gonna be cautious about how I build things back up. Yeah. I'm not rushing. I'm not gonna blitz all my sessions. I'm just gonna be like cautious. So then I did the East Leinster cross country, and I came. There was a really strong field. You know, there was um Morgan Clarks and Adam Condon and yeah, like yeah, yeah. Declan. Yo, Declan O'Mara. Yep. Uh, and, that's a fairly strong field, Jesus. Yeah, and me and him were like really close at the end. So then I came fifth in that. And I was like, I was really happy with that. I was yeah. like, okay, I have something to work on here. Actually, Niall Carberry was in that race. I, I, I just about beat him, I think, as well. This, he, in, this was a 3K, was it? Yeah, it was like a 3.5K or something like that in East Leinster's. Yeah, Niall, Niall's fairly serious. Niall actually listened to the podcast and texted me about that. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, he's no, a good runner. He's a oh, runner. Yeah, I remember in uh, Leinster schools, me and him, we were both, we were both, it was neck and neck with 500 meters to go, and we were both, we both just said to each other, yeah, work together now, work together. <laughs> but <you> realistically, <laughs> you were both just dead, so you didn't want to, either, you didn't want to push it, you're just dead. Yeah, because he was 15th, and I was, uh, he was 15th at the end, and I was 14th, and, you know, top 15 qualify for all Ireland oh, schools. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... There was your man behind us, Declan, and we were just kind of like, okay, you know, he's behind us. Let's just work together so we can just yeah. push on. Just make don't sure let him pass get... us, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but um, then I started, the, I did the Leinster indoors, 
and I ended up winning the 800 and, the fi- and came second in the 1500, which I was really happy about. Yeah. But since I was doing well, I kind of expected to be up there. And I ran, I ran pretty decent in the 800. I think I did a 26 or a 27 last lap, which is mm. decent enough. Yeah. In the 1500, I did a 63 last 400. So Jesus. I was happy with that. That's mad, and, yeah. and then I did the All-Ireland Bs just because I didn't do cross-country that season. Yeah. So just my coach, since it was in our county, my coach just said, just run it just as a training session. Yeah. And you can I'll run after or whatever. And I ended up winning. We won the we won uh, the team gold. I won the individual gold, and we won the county gold. So it was a pretty good day for the county. So, anyway. so that's some reward and training session. Yeah, 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 that is serious. Three gold medals. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was nice yeah. to get county and to get it for the club as well. It was obviously nice. But um, I did have the Leinster schools, and obviously I came 14th in that, where a lot of the lads would have been a year older than me. Cause, yeah. you know, they would. I would have been season four, and I came fourteenth in that. Got through. We can't got the team silver. We got the team silver, and yeah, I was really happy with that. And yeah, that's kind of now I'm kind of back to where I should be. You know, so yeah, that's kind of all. Just to say. So that's that's so you you've had your fair share of success, and then obviously you had your injury, but yeah, I've given you done well building back up, and obviously when when um. When you were put on your iron tablets, you and you started doing good. You kind of got uh, too confident as such, and you just started, yeah. as you said, blitting off the sessions, which yeah. obviously wasn't wasn't the best for you. And then you took the advice. You start building up slowly again, and now and then you're beating lads older than you and everything, qualifying for all Ireland's older than, uh, for a year older than you. So you're you're coming back. Would you say right now you're you're at your like even though you're not like we don't have the team and everything. Would you say you're maybe at your fittest, or would you say there's still a bit to go? Um, I say I've definitely been the fittest I've ever been, but obviously I've only been training properly, like proper, proper, yeah. for like two months, like proper doing consistent training. Yeah, yeah, I so get I you. Probably would be the fittest, but I think still think there's a long way to go. Yeah, I could. Still, I'm still, you know, only building up the mileage. I'll hopefully build it up a bit more for cross country. But yeah, I'd definitely say I'd be the fittest I've ever been. Definitely, and, yeah. And yeah, and as you're saying, you're, you're still building it up, so you're, there's definitely still more to come. So you can still definitely get a lot fitter as well. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we, we've spoken about uh, a lot of your success for silverware-wise. So if if you want to talk about your your success PB-wise, so if oh. any PBs you know starting from the shortest distance all the way up to the longest distance, whatever you know off the top of your head. Um, so I'll start off with the 800 because actually, no, nah, I'll start off with the 200 because I technically have a 200 uh, PV from a relay sprint. All I'll right. 24.8, which isn't too, That's not too bad, especially for a distance runner. Yeah, it was, it was good. Now we had, I, so we had four relay races that day because we had the heat and final in my age, and then yeah. we had older age, and I ended up running that split in the last, uh, in the last race as well. Yeah, so I was really so, happy. Yeah. Yeah, and then, so my 800p, I don't have a 400 one. Uh, my 800pb is 204. It's like 204, 02, which I think I have a lot more to give than that because we did like a 64 first lap in the indoors. Yeah. And then we did a, we did like a 60. So I do think, and you know, my last lap was my fastest lap by far. Yeah. So I definitely have more to give and it was early season. And, and then my... In, oh, no, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no, go on. It was, it no, I was going to say like, in the indoors as well with the heat and all it would take a lot more out of you so 
maybe would you say you could if you were to beat that PB you do it in outdoor or an indoor race? Definitely outdoor. And I had the fifteen hundred on the day before as oh, well. Oh so, so yeah, so that was still in your legs. Yeah, it was tactical enough as well. I say on the day the fastest I could have ran was probably sub two or three, like on the day. Yeah. But I say I would have been going for sub two if I if I could have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the end of the season. But then uh, for fifteen hundred my P V is still from last season. It's four nineteen. But I ran four twenty one this season, which is still, you know, it's decent time. Yeah, it's still a serious time. And then three K it's like I don't know. So it was a really tactical race. I've yeah. only ran one, like nine fifty or something in around there. That's anyway, still fairly strong. Yeah, and I'm fairly sure uh, this could be wrong. I don't know. I'm fairly sure I ran nine fifty six in a cross country race in yeah. the is or something like that. So then my five k. I've only ever ran. I've never ran a five k race. I did a five k threshold session like. I think it was a month ago. I think it was yeah. April 9th or something. And I ran a 17.05 in that. So I'd be, I say I could definitely yeah. take a fair bit off of it anyway. Uh, yeah, but, uh, under 17 anyway. Yeah, go up under 17. Yeah, hopefully. I'd, lo- I'd be going definitely in that time trial. I'm yeah. doing, we're doing time trial on the 13th or 12th of June. Me, Dara, Jack Fenlon was here, Declan and uh, Omara. And uh, Thomas Richards and a few others. We're doing a time trial in uh, Phoenix Park, and I'll definitely be going for like at least six sub sixteen twenty would be the ho- hope. But yeah. I don't know. And I never really. Was- there's definitely some top lads in that group there to, oh. to push you along and, and get you to the time yeah. that you want to get to. So I'll, I'll be looking out for that anyway. When you get, when you yeah. do that uh, time trial, give us a text and oh, yeah, yeah. you're done. So uh, and sub sixteen twenty and how old are you now? Sixteen. Yeah, just turned sixteen. No, like, that's, uh, that's that's a that's a mad time. So, uh, have you ever? Do you have any PBs above five k? Uh, above five k, and I've never ran any race. Above, I've never actually even ran. Technically, I've never ran a race above five k. That because that was a oh, session. Oh yeah, 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 true, true. Yeah. Um. So, so obviously, then medal wise, silverware wise, and PB wise. Uh, statistically, you're like I'm not trying to lick anyone's ass here, but you're a top top athlete, and uh, <laughs> and there's obviously as you said, you're still building up your mileage, so there is definitely still more to come. And were were you were your ex- uh, expectations high for this cross country season? Uh, not sorry, just for this track season. Yeah, like I would have liked to have. You know, had a crack at the nationals or something. I would have had. I thought I would have had a good chance. You know, definitely meddling, and then maybe seeing what, what else I could have done but because yeah. you know it's all hey. but yeah I would have had high expectations maybe like try and make an Irish team or something yeah but, I was yeah. about to ask or, like maybe Syab be on the cards yeah definitely definitely for the 1500 I was thinking about doing the steeple as well mainly yeah. just giving it out because I'm yeah, tall exactly. enough and I, I was like, I was training for the steeple uh, for Dublin and I was, I'd done a few sessions and I, was, uh, I made my own steeple at home, my own uh, hurdle at home so it was actually I was enjoying it, but then obviously for everyone and especially for people like like me and you that were maybe going to try a different event, it, it obviously is a bit disappointing. Um, yeah. But but now uh, as we mentioned, me like people like me and you and other people that are using this time to train hard, it's uh, looking forward to to getting back and actually uh, seeing how fit we've gotten and in next year this might have been obviously uh, with everyone dying and all it's not it's not a good thing. But, <laughs> For us personally, it was probably yeah. 
it, it's probably something that will help us definitely for next yeah. year cross country and track season. Yeah, because your training's always getting interrupted with races and school, yeah. and now you just kind of get a good block of training in. So, yeah. like, I think it definitely help. Like us personally, obviously, yeah, for the greater good, it's terrible. But yeah, like, oh, for, yeah. just no, as like, running, yeah. it's That's... you know, grand.
I'm, I'm finding it hard to get the motivation to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try my best to get it done, but I could probably do a bit more of that. But nah, I'm not really doing anything else. I'm just kind of chilling and just doing my runs and stuff and yeah, doing exactly. what. And especially because now that there's nothing to do when we're running every day, when you run, when you run, you're kind of like right, that's it done. And then when you're like, if then you know, well, you don't have to, but then they're just a thought really of. Of, uh, of doing a core workout is not very motivating right now. Yeah, I know. That's why I, th- I kind of think I should probably do my core workouts before just so I definitely will get them done. Yeah. Or something. Uh, you just, yeah, I think it would probably be better if I did them before or if I did my run in the evening. I mean, if I did my run in the morning and then I did my core session like after yeah. dinner, that would probably work out. I'll probably try that to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll say I'll June. <laughs> What time really would you go for your run about? Or would it be uh, different every day? I try to go half twelve every day. I tried. That's what I tried to do. Because yeah. I, I had my breakfast done and over by half ten. So then I'm kind of thinking, okay, I have at least like two hours in between the breakfast. And yeah, yeah. My, you just so I don't get a pain in my stomach or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's fair. And yeah. Diet, diet was... Would you have, like, obviously, you would have, like, personally, I don't have the strictest diet, but when I can, I don't eat, like, I wouldn't really snack, or I'd have, like, a specific uh, meal before I go out for my run in the morning. Would you be the same? Would you have any dietary plans or anything? Um, yeah, well, I kind of need, like, you know, I, I, I would, like, eat fairly healthy now, to be honest, I'd eat, like... I used to not be the best eater, like, yeah. a year ago, if you, if you were talking to me a year ago from now, I it would have been, I wouldn't have been, like, I wouldn't have ate too many vegetables or anything like that, yeah. now, everything that's put in front of me, because I just know, okay, this is just going to improve my running, this yeah, is just going to help. Yeah, yeah it's just so, like, even if it's not nice, you just know it's going to help you, really, with your running, and yeah. stuff. it just, it just, just has to be done. Dying, like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, and being like younger and all, and going out with your mates, sometimes it is tough to actually try right. and hold back and not like eat certain things that maybe you're going out for food with your mates, and it's so hard to right. hold back and not eat maybe the food that your mates are eating and all. Oh, it's so hard. Or when they're all ordering a coke and you're dying to have just have like a coke. Or yeah, like a... and you just get water. Oh yeah, and then they're all like, "Oh, why'd you get a water? You could just bring a water bottle out with you." And then I'm just like, "Oh yeah." And and somebody, somebody slagging you'd be getting all, all running all this. So I was just to oh, yeah. have a burger, and you're like, yeah, "I've gone into the routine of uh, eating healthy." Like I'm saying, eating healthy. Like obviously now and then I do have like a few bits, but yeah, now we're like, kind of like, as I said, I don't really snack, and if I ever was, so I'd feel really like guilty about it. Yeah, 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 but like. I'd snack a bit, like, I wouldn't snack on bad stuff, I'd snack on, like, a bit of fruit or, like, something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. But, like, you know, the odd bit having, like, one bad thing a day, you know, or a couple of bad things a yeah. day. Yeah. Like doing it too much, like, everything in moderation is grand, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. It's like, uh, yeah. Lot. Oh, no, that was, that was kind of it, basically. Yeah, like, I've heard, I've heard in, like, other podcasts now, food isn't the main thing. Obviously, you need to get the right fuel for your actual run, but in between, yeah. like, after a run or like especially on a rest day because my rest days are friday like there's definitely no harm in having something like some like sweets or whatever like something like on your rest day because realistically if you're constantly just thinking about running 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 it will it will end up getting boring and 
you, you won't you'll end up losing the motivation for exactly exactly yeah. like you just everything you just have to have a break you know you have to have another hobby or you have to have something else other than running yeah. just to keep going, which is very hard for runners because like running is that thing where you can't be kind of like you can't be just i don't know half into it you yeah. have to be like fully kind of into it i think that's the problem with uh, runners like even this is a problem with me i'm just like so into running that it's kind of like it's it nearly your life, yeah it's an obsession nearly yeah. like and I find that most other runners would be the same. Like anyone yeah. who's anyone who's half decent would be the same. You know, yeah. they'd be very obsessed. And it's like if you if you do Gaelic and hurling, like Lamine, you're the same. Wait, have you quit hurling and Gaelic? Yeah, yeah, I quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Was, and I'm who still, did you play for? Still play the old bit of Gaelic. Play Sorry. The of, oh yeah, I no, play. yeah, I still go out play a little bit. Yeah. Real yeah. Nice yeah. Now, but, uh, who did who did you play Gaelic for? Arrow Greystones. Uh, so we'd be in Wickler. Oh, we, uh, right. Very good, yeah. And uh, obviously, obviously, like, we're getting out because me and you quit. If we wanted to ever go out with our mates or anything, play hurling or play game football, we wouldn't we wouldn't lose the skill. Maybe, like, we might be slacking or something compared to what when we were actually playing, but we wouldn't lose the skill. But we're running. It's not like you can take a few months off and then come back the way you were. It's just like your fitness goes down so quickly. So you have to just keep it up. If you take two weeks off, it feels like you're out for a month. You yeah, know? I know. Because you're just so... Even though you actually... I, I learned something not too long ago. You don't actually lose fitness until two weeks after you stop running. You don't actually lose anything, which really? is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah but it's very interesting. Yeah, it's just that kind of mental side yeah. that you haven't run in two weeks. You kind of have to learn to run again if you get what I... Like, yeah, you no, don't I get you. Lose, but your, your body just kind of has to learn to use those stuff again like if, yeah, if yeah. you use them for like two weeks or whatever I mean, the, yeah. the worst time i feel is is christmas because uh, like every day around christmas like when you're on your break we, we get near enough two weeks off for christmas but yeah it, we um like every day coming up to christmas and christmas day there's like a new box of chocolates open there there's a box <laughs> of sweets open and all and you're just picking at it and i feel like that's for me the worst time for not the worst time but like in the back of my head running wise it's like this is i feel so fat and i haven't run in ages sure you can pretend it's bulking season say it's bulking oh season. yeah say it's bulking season come back come back for a, <laughs> a track season looking absolutely hench yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's what I say to myself. I'm like, ah, sure, it's the only bulking season. I can, <laughs> I can have a couple of weeks of eating shite, but yeah. <laughs> very good, that's that. I like that, that's very good. <laughs> um, and obviously, we've talked about quarantine and coronavirus a little bit uh, in, during this episode, but obviously coronavirus has like, grown so much bigger than, than sports, obviously because there's people dying, but uh, you, you mentioned that when you were younger enough, you had an interest in watching the Olympics, but... Now, are you fairly upset that the Olympics have been cancelled? Yeah, it is pretty disappointing because the Euros and in football in footballs are cancelled as well. Yeah, so like that's two big, yeah, two big things that are just yeah, gone. Exactly. And everyone was really looking forward to uh, this summer because the sports on. Yeah. Were, and I was really looking forward to the fifteen hundred and the five k in the Olympics. Yeah, that was right. Like, yeah, the, the competition was insane. So I was really looking forward to that. But Asher, it'll be back next year. Yeah. And at least, hopefully, we'll have a couple of other Irish runners like yeah, coming up this. So yeah, 
But yeah, it is really disappointing. Yeah, the league's that. only postponed and not cancelled until another four years. But when you're talking about competition there in the 1505 k the one that I was really looking forward to was uh, the, the London Marathon with uh, Bekele and Elliot Kipchoge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would that have been a serious race. Yeah, I would I would have liked to have seen Bekele win. I don't know why. I just would have liked to have seen him win. Just, no, go on, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, you go on. Go on. It's just really because uh, Elliot had like the the break of two and then the Ineos and then the yeah. world record holder. He's kind of Bekele kind of in his shadow. So to see him come yeah. out and win would be great. I feel like Bekele is a better runner than Kipchoge because Bekele is the 5k record holder. He's the 10k record holder. Yeah. Probably be the half marathon record holder if he wanted to. Yeah, and I probably. say would. I say he could beat Kipchoge like soon. I say he has the ability to beat him in the marathon. Honestly, uh, if the race was, if, if there was two ways the race could have gone. So if Kipchoge was to take it out hard and because Kipchoge definitely has the the more endurance side. Uh, yeah. Because he's been in the, the marathon a, a bit longer than Bekele. So if he was to go out hard from the start and, and, and drop the pack straight away, uh, then definitely he would have won. But if, yeah. if Bekele was able to hang on until the, you know, it was to come down to the last two or three miles and it came to a final kick at the end, then definitely Bekele, because he's like the more experience on the track, he definitely would have had, he definitely does have that extra bit of speed. So he, I think then it would have played into the hands of him and he would have ended up winning. So it would have definitely been a very interesting race. Oh, yeah, it definitely would have. And in the Olympics, because I'm fairly sure they're both doing the Olympics, it's yeah. going to be to see. Because, you know, that won't be a full out, like, you know, it's, it, there'll be a couple of tactics in that Olympics as well. Yeah. And I like, could take the win over Kipchoge in that. Yeah, definitely. Could. So, it, obviously, we still, because I think the London Marathon was uh, postponed until October, and then uh, the the Olympics is what, next next May, is it? About, I think, starting late May, June ish. So, we yeah. do still have them to look forward to, but we just have to wait a little bit longer. So, um, obviously, we're talking about Bekele and Kipchoge and all there. I know you, you like, you like the fifteen hundred, you like, you like the eight hundred, also. For you personally, who would be like your your idols as such? Who would you look up to, really? Uh, Matthew Centrowitz definitely yeah. would be like favorite runner, probably. And then maybe you know, I know I'm going a bit old school here, but Eamon Coughlin definitely and Seb Coe. I kind of like. Oh I look yeah, so cool. Yeah, they are they are top runners. Yeah, I know they really are, and like I really like Eamon Coughlin. I really like Seb Coe because I really like you know that rivalry they had like yeah. him and him and Ovet, you know, Co and Ovet, Steve Ovet. So like I really like that, and yeah. I feel like I also like runners like um, McCluffy, um, Josh Kerr, and Jacob Ingebrigtsen, and obviously Mo Farah as well. Yeah, the the Ingebrigtsen's there. And I was, because, did you watch the the, uh, the the World Championships, 2019 World Championships? Yeah, yeah. Was... And uh, Ingebrigtsen, he didn't come away with a medal, so he would have, well, he probably still will in the, in, in next year's Olympics, but he would have been out to get to get a medal and prove a, a point, really. So he would have had some serious racing. And Matthew Sandwich, he he's an absolute, like, wit, like tactician master. Uh, Bowerman, uh, athlete. He's he's class and so yeah, some top athletes in there that that you would look up to and and you never know one day they <laughs> they could be watching you on the telly representing <laughs> Ireland in the Olympics. Hopefully, anyway. So uh, on on that point, really of uh, the Olympics now, what are your 
obviously the Olympics is, is not even a while away. It's a mad dream for anyone. But right now, what would your goals really be? Um, my goals would be to win an All Ireland, to win a couple of All Irelands. Well, firstly, just to win an All Irelands. Yeah. And then my other goal would be to um get an Irish Fest, or yeah. you know, that would be the two you know big aims for me yeah. for uh, next year and this year. But hopefully, you know, I can maybe get if I got one of those aims this year or next year, I'd be really really happy. But yeah, hopefully get both of them but you never know we'll just have Hopefully, to wait and see yeah and you know, one of the best parts of getting on the on the Irish team is is the gear because it's some uh, top quality gear but obviously then representing your country and able to run for your country yeah. is is the main is the main prize for that so Hopefully, uh, now you're building up enough of a base, building up foundation. Then when we get back with the team, you can, uh, me as well, we can start piling on the piling on the workouts and be strong and fit for cross country season. And uh, we hopefully I'll, I'll see us sometime maybe in an All Ireland or or uh, on the track next uh, track season. So hopefully, anyway, you you achieve your goals. You, you win an All Ireland yeah. unless I'm in the race, and then obviously I want to win. <laughs> That's that's fairly unlikely right now, and yeah, obviously then hopefully you get your Irish rest. But that is pretty much coming to the end of this episode. I really enjoyed having you on. I had a gr- really great chat. Uh, hope you enjoyed coming on. Oh yeah, it was great. It was great. Crap. And, Cheers, friend. Yeah, no, no bother. I love having people on. And hopefully, you never know. We can, we can see more of you in the future if anything comes up or if either of us have ideas that we're going to talk about on the on the podcast. Or, you're more than welcome to, to come back on. Always looking for people to come onto the podcast. And uh, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed it. And I hope everyone watching and listening enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. And I'll see everybody next time. Bye.